Get ready for some hot takes, off-the-wall topics, and candid conversations with current and former players. It's time for Eat 'Em Up with Emerson Eatem. Oh yeah, Ducks fans, your Anaheim Ducks are one and one through the first two games. Thanks for joining me once again on Eat 'Em Up. Uh, we got a few big things to to get to, and uh, uh, we'll, we'll get to what's transpired uh, here in a little bit as far as uh, our, our first two games of the season. So we'll get to that. But first, we got some out-of-town chirp sesh action going on. So we're going to uh, take a couple calls. Here we go. Hello? Hey, Emerson. Coon Daddy, what's going on? Not a whole lot. So, so getting through the work day. uh, 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 Unlike last episode, um, everyone, we, you know, that called in on the show, we didn't know. This time, I actually know Jackson Coon uh, through a, a mutual buddy from Texas, right, Cooney? Oh yeah, oh yeah. What part of Texas? Good times in Austin with uh, with his buddy Casey. That's for sure. Yep, and and what Austin, right? Yep. Okay. Um. So you you lost you you lost on this call or what? You lost, bud. No. No. no, no. (laughs) Uh, uh, Okay. So Coon uh played adult hockey beer league last night. He's on a beer league team. Cooney, how did it how did it go out there? Hey, it was uh, it was good. It was a little bit, um, you know, it was actually a physical one for a freaking uh, D league, but uh, <laughs> we had a good time there. It was a it was a grinding grinding game. This, this team actually knew what they were doing. So um, you know, you lose three to two, pulled the goalie, uh, scored actually two in uh, two minutes there at the end, and just couldn't pull it out. But um, you know, it's. Uh, who, who, made the, who made that call? Who makes it? Is there someone on the bench or, or is anyone coaching? No. Or who, who made that call? They're laying the game. No, we don't know. It's, it's just a free for all. It's there, a free for all. And yeah, everyone's all buzzed and just, uh, you know, you get, getting a little chirps in with the other team just because they're freaking, they were a bunch of D bags, but you know, you got to roll through it. Cooney, I know you're bad at hockey. How bad are you? I'd actually say that, you know, I started 26. I'm now 30. Am I 32? No, I'm 31 still. Um, so roughly five years ago. Yeah, five years ago. I would actually say that the the skill level is non-existent and that will never happen. <laughs> well, you don't um, have to tell me that. I, I assume that. I just wanted some clarification. Yeah, it will never, ever happen. But I will say I am very i'm a i'm a passing machine i am very you know yeah right I, I dial yeah right, yeah, yeah, right. I you're dial a passing up. machine after five years i i need to see this vision i know i know that you got the blinders on i'll tell you one thing the the thing is that it's you're like the, a thoroughbred the, you got the blinders on yeah. and you just go north you have zero peripheral vision yeah. i can guarantee oh, yeah. it i definitely go north but i i luckily i've i've learned enough uh in my dallas stars hockey fandom that i know where to pass the puck and we have 
I would say we have 80% people who played in high school, 20% people like me on the squad. So for a D league, I, I would say I'm impressed. The original D league I was in was a absolute D league. That's what, that's what they call it out there in Texas. Hey, you go by letters, A, B. I'm actually in Denver right now. So are you, have you been in Denver for, for a while? Actually, um, pretty much, let's see, eight years that's now. That's right, so that's that, right. Anyway, yeah, long, that, long story short, you, dro- you dropped the Dallas Stars. That's pathetic. No. It's always been pathetic, yeah. but yeah. You're, you're, it, it, it's, you're so lost right now on this phone call. Tell me why you think Dallas has any shot coming into Honda Center and doing any kind of damage. Well, one, the first thing, obviously, we've only played one game, which is we're one of two teams in the NHL with one game, which I... Is that going to hurt you, you think? No, that's going to help. You think that's going to help? Well, I hope. And then we'll, uh, you know, group and roll in um, on on Thursday. But honestly, I mean, we are by far one of the deepest teams. Like, we have three first lines. It's kind of hilarious. Yeah, you... You are... You're a deep team, but did you see our last win, last game there against Carolina? Carolina came into our barn, or at least attempted to. Going, they were two and zero, and we cut that right out. We were like, yeah. you know, we don't, we don't care if you're undefeated right now. We're 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 rocking the new thirtieth anniversary the unis, and it just it threw them off. It threw Carolina off seeing those just pristine new unis. Threw them off. Hey, can I ask this? What 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 are the Ducks all about, honestly? Because I haven't paid attention to them since they haven't been in the playoffs. Hey, you're about since, to like, find out, Coon Daddy. Yeah, you're I'm, about to find I'm, out Thursday what this Ducks team is made of. They were relentless this last game, and let's hope the Dallas Stars are going to be better than your adult league game. <laughs> if they're not, we we have problems. We have some. Serious problems, and I may retract my uh, uh, one of the top team statements if they're they're not coming out better than than what we put out there last night. But, so uh, you you're, you continue to be lost. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully, Rope Hints uh, is is ready to go for that game because when that when that line is is together, it's a joke. No one can stop them. He's and a stud. I'll give you that. He's a stud. He's a stud. They they hey, they got some ball players on that team. There, Cooney. He, they really do. The, the Duchesne. That oh. that addition is so under the radar. It's a joke. We'll he is, see. He is such a beast. We'll see. Work on your adult league game. Yeah, I will. I'm trying to. It's okay. uh, you know, it's more about uh, just getting in front of the net, getting knocked down, slap one in that you shouldn't. That's all it is for me. The the skill level is just all time comical. <laughs> we'll end on that. <laughs> Uh, Cooney, you're a beauty. Thanks for hopping on. I appreciate it. Uh, Hey, come back soon. Call in again. Yeah. You're a beauty. Have a good one. What's up, you dust bucket? How we doing? Shirzy. So for, for the listeners out there, this is Dylan Sure. Dill, we're not even going to get into you know how we we linked up or or our history. the The main task at hand is you've been a diehard Arizona Coyotes fan. Yeah, 
and we were about to play play one another. So anyway, overall thoughts. Your team, I mean, in Arizona. We- why do you think? First off, are you at Mullet? Or are you guys playing out of Tucson? I've been mullet. It's the home opener. You sure it's not Tucson? And from my knowledge, I believe it's mullet. <laughs> okay. Hey, there, there, there might be a, a, a late, mean, uh, a, a late time switch there. We'll, we'll have to uh, buckle up our seatbelts for that one. But hey, you got a couple yeah. players. Name them. Who, yeah, who, I mean, who do you like? Who do you like? And who do you think? At home against the Ducks, who's going to be the road team coming in there? Who who's going to stick out for Arizona? I mean, it's hard. It's hard not to skim past the third overall pick in Logan Cooley. I mean, off to a pretty good start on this nice road trip they have with two assists. He's been on the power play first unit with Keller and Schmaltzy. I mean, you you're really seeing the team click with that. And, I mean, our defense is getting a lot better. Add a couple guys in there like Dumba. Dumba's immediate, immediate little bit success right now. And, I mean, I think this is the battle of the young teams. We look at this and we look at the Ducks and obviously there's a lot to like over there. There is. Let's, let's be real. There is. But, Logan, I mean, with Arizona, we're on the same path. Same path. Logan Cooley is really good. He is really good he I mean, just you saw wants, him. you called it did you he wants the puck and he is a damn good player i'll give you that and keller's good and you mentioned dumba and zucker and they got actually a team that is already surprising some people okay um you didn't still convince me that 1 p.m at mullet or tucson not sure the Ducks. Okay, we're, we got controversy. It is mullet. You, from what we got. You have not convinced me still, despite Logan Cooley and all that, that the Arizona Coyotes are going to take down the Ducks coming into town Saturday, 1 p.m. puck drop. You you have not convinced me yet. Um, Don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just a couple pieces we're missing. You're missing it. You're missing that guy, Matias, Matias Michelli. Let's talk about him for a second. Because that's actually, a guy that flies under the radar. He's pretty the shifty. Entire NHL. He's pretty shifty. Um, he's shifty. Yeah, yes. Oh, boy. And then yeah. you, guys, you, got, you, got, you got younger guys who are looking to make their step, like Barrett Hayton. I mean, Barrett is a kid who I feel is he's waiting to make that, that I'm, an, I'm an NHL or jump. Dill mentioned... Years, that Gunther, I mispronounced that on, on the broadcast. I believe he's down in the AHL. I'm not sure he's going to be making the start. I no, you're right on that. With, uh, but but I yeah. meant you're, you're saying that I mispronounced it in the preseason call. Yeah. Can yeah, you elaborate? I mean, yeah. I, what are we doing saying Gunther? I mean, oh my God. It was yeah, not come on. Gunther. No, let's not, it was let's not. not. You are lying. No, I, clown I, I behavior. Feel we could probably clown, we could pull up the behavior. clip. I know someone's back there can pull up the clip. Clown behavior. Uh, I know you. Got, I know you're not alone. Clown behavior, lying through your teeth. That I botched oh, it that on. bad. 
Oh no, Dill, we're no. scrapping. We're we're scrapping. I mean, when you get hey, into you wanna, town, you're gonna send me a location and we're we're, we're scrapping. We're scrapping right on the spot. Drop your pen when you're in Cali. Yeah, and we're I mean, scrapping. This, I feel like this would be good for the ducks uh, and the yokes here. A little scrap. I mean, I'll, I'm I'm gladly. Uh, representing the Arizona Coyotes. Hopefully you day. guys have a good PR team after the damage I do in that scrap. I mean, Jersey. not a pretty good group. <laughs> I don't know if you want to get in a run in with them. I'll tell you that. Jersey, I appreciate you. Thanks for hopping Thank on. You. Um, I just, you, you didn't, me. you didn't convince me, but thanks I mean, for hopping you wanna on. Throw, we want to throw something on the line for the game? or Do you want to say Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let the floor to you. Yeah, do you want to say anything? Do you want to make any shout-outs now that you're on uh, on Eat'em Out? Any shout-outs? No, any I mean, plugs? No, no shout-outs. Nope, no plugs? I mean, shout no, no free shout-outs. Don't Come you on. have a shoe guy? Don't you have a shoe guy that you know or something like that? That's like, I do have a shoe guy I know. Do you want to shout him out? I have a shoe out? guy I know, and I will give him a shout-out uh, from Spokane, Washington. Shout-out to Pablo Frank. I do love you. Shoe guy, Pablo Frank's the shoe guy. Pablo Frank's the shoe guy. He he, he sells he that, sells like he out. sells J's and stuff. Oh yeah. Okay, Pablo oh, yeah. Frank. Oh. Pablo Frank. Oh, uh, Spokane. That's the next kid you need on the line. What? Uh, what's his handle? Can uh, just so we can give him some business. Uh, let's give him some business. Pull it up. Oh yeah, yeah, you're yeah. It's just Pablo name. Frank Jr. Hit him up on Instagram at Pablo Frank Pablo Jr. Hit him Pablo up. Frank He's got Jr. all the J's you can possibly think of because I'll tell you what, you all your West Coast shoes needs. I tell you what, Dill is wrong about hockey in this conversation, but Dill knows his shoes. Not much of it, I'll tell you that. Dill knows his shoes. He does. Hey, Dill, I, I appreciate. Dill, I appreciate you. You're wrong uh, when it comes to Arizona uh, this Saturday I mean, and, and what's going to happen we'll in that game there. for Sedux. You're wrong on that, but thanks for calling in. We hope to hear you uh, again soon. Yeah, thanks for having me, Amir. You're a beauty. All right, bye. Hey, man. Yeah, so as I mentioned on that call with the first caller, Jackson Kuhn, um, Jackson like you mentioned, uh, started hockey five years ago. Um, I don't know if or if I, I, I would not like to see him play the game of hockey. Um, I think it would be a treat for sure, but at a certain point, I'd probably feel pretty bad. Uh, nonetheless, stand-up individual. Um, it, he's just a, a great human being, so appreciate you. Cooney for for calling in and then Dill who of course is the uh, Arizona Coyotes fan um great young man comes from a great family and a little misguided when it comes to who he appreciates uh, as far as his team he he roots for but we don't judge we don't hold him against it well we'll we'll judge certainly when it comes to the out of town chirp sash we'll we'll when when you hear those ding ding dings, it it it's on, but that's not to say you know people call in, um, and they just they risk it, and you know not everyone can can handle calling in and and putting themselves out there like that. So kudos to the both of them. It got frisky at times. I don't think it was as frisky as uh, last episode's 
callers. That one, uh, those got pretty heated. We, we can expect for calls to get even more out of hand um, as we roll along. I could only imagine callers from Mon- Montreal and Toronto. And oh boy, they're, they, whether they know about our show or not yet, um, Fans like those are just foaming at the mouth when an opportunity like this comes about. Like you just know when it comes to Boston, who we we play here coming up. Um, you know those the original six. I mean those fans they it's in their blood and they are foaming at the mouth and so ready to to take something like the out of town chirp sesh on. So we look forward to those calls, and I'm glad it uh, it it was kept fairly clean. There was some jabbing going on, but fairly, for the most part, uh, it, it was kept clean there. So thanks for both of those callers for for participating and, and joining us here on Eat em Up. Let's get to just a little recap, a little recap of the, the regular seasons, the first two games for the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, we're going to start with the Saturday night game in Vegas at T-Mobile. Vegas had already played a couple games. Um, this was obviously the, the duck season opener. If that's the season opening legs against the Stanley cup championship team with already two games under their belt. And that's the, the showing that we put on. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll, we'll hundred percent take it. And you know what this game did? This game put, I think the league on notice. And I, I think it, it really caught the attention of fans across the league. Um, when the Stanley Cup champions, I mean, and they got the the empty net goal, right? So it's a three one game that is deathly tight. Both teams, and this is a key guys, um, and you know Petro for uh, the the Golden Knights there, and we're missing obviously Leo, and we're obviously missing Kalorn. So those are big pieces out, and the fact that the Ducks played like they did, it's saying a lot. And a lot of good stuff. Uh, just a little recap of the game. It was tight. I mean, the the first goal came. God, there, there was just over a second left on the clock. Jack Eichel against Radko Gudas. Just it, it was a it might have been a two on two if I, I can remember correctly. But essentially, it was a one on one on the strong side on an ozone entry on the power play um, with just obviously a little over a second remaining. Radko, it was well played. His gap was pinpoint. It was perfect. His stick were was, you know, relentless in effort. It was just one of those things where we 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 just missed that stick on puck opportunity. And and that's all it was. It was right in Radko's uh wheelhouse there. And uh just Jack Eichel making big time plays at a big time moment. Um and you know, the Stanley Cup winning teams. They play till the very last, in this case, second in a bet. And that's how the, the best teams went, um, really. So can't take that away from them. It was a great play by, and it was just nice patience by, by Eichel there uh, on the finish. So one uh, nothing Vegas going into the first intermission. Coming out, it was... Um, Stevenson, Chandler Stevenson, who, oh my God, I mean, he, he was what, top, 
top few in points uh, on that Golden Knights team last season on a on a Stanley Cup championship team. I mean, where this guy has has come from, and I know his success with with the Capitals there, but how far this guy has come um, just as a player early on, you know, he just worked his way up. I played against him in the Western League, and God, he's made a, a tremendous career uh, out of himself, and it it just. It's it's great to see you, you like stories like that. So he comes in on an ozone entry. It was just a nice back forth play. Um, Stevenson kicks it out uh, to Cotter. Cotter gives it right back for the the backhand uh, tab, which isn't easy to do. Honestly, if you're on your 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 backhand, even though it's an empty net, it's just things can go wrong. And it just calm, cool, collective in the moment, just taps it home. So you know, two nothing, Vegas. Oh boy, power play. And we'll we'll talk about just. The penalties and that's you know special teams is, is something that wow like we're one and one we just beat a Carolina team which we'll we'll get to. I think just the penalties we we got to just shorten up that that a little bit. I'll be honest, or, or that's that's going to be a key difference maker moving forward. And if we're already playing this good, I think that's a controllable thing that uh, you know we clean that up a little bit. Uh, it's 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 already good things we've seen. You know a lot of good things that come if that's the case. Uh, Chay Theodore, um, former duck, 10 seconds. I think the, the power play market happened in like 10 seconds. It was right off the draw. Bang, bang, bang. Um, it was just a quick play. Three, nothing. Vegas, Mason McTavish with the slam donkey. You like to see him get one early, and he, we'll touch on it in a second, he played a lights out second game too. He got all the rest off in the preseason. And these last two games for him, good feeling, scoring that goal. Great next game uh, uh, versus Carolina, which we'll touch on, like I said, in a second. I think he's ready to just put the burners on. He's already, you know, the the, the tires are are definitely hot for him, but he's just ready uh, to get that NOS action going and him just break away. Um, so, yeah, kudos to Mason for 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 bearing that one. And then he got the empty net. So it was 3-1 to late, 4-1. And that was it. You know, I, I, I'll touch on a, a few more, starting with Vegas. I mean, Eichel, 1-1. One and one. Stevenson, 1-2. One and two. Oh, my God. Uh, not really. Those were the, the key difference makers. Um, our boy, Wild Bill, uh, another former duck. He looked <clears throat> solid as well. And they just got guys that can can come out and flat out play um, across the board. Aiden Hill looked good. Um, so the penalties have um, affected our 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 shot total too. I mean, we're taking you know a decent number of penalties to the point where it's like our shot totals don't match our actual you know effort and overall through 60 minutes are our overall game. And and I know that's that's easy said for this last win that we just had, but even in the Vegas game, like, you know, don't look at the shots because um penalties. We'll work on it. We'll we'll be better. That's that's that. And we'll get uh at the end of the 60 plus minutes, we'll we'll have more shots up at the board. That's just how it works. Um for your ducks in this game, <clears throat> Zegers had some flashes, you know, um he had a lot going on in preseason, so just look for it. And he had a great chance here in, in this uh, Hurricanes game. And we'll touch on that in a second. 
Um, Strom's been playing good. He picked up an apple there um, uh, against the the Golden Knights. Uh, you got Mason, and and those were the point getters along with Drysdale, who I thought since the first his first and only game, the last game of preseason against Arizona, he has been so solid, such a difference maker. Just wants it. He's going all out. And uh, he looked good in Vegas there, too. Gibby made some big time stops. Um, you know, the, the goalies, you just don't even really. It, it kind of goes without saying, you know, how they're going to perform because they give uh, this Ducks team a chance each and every game. So no different here with with Gibby just against a Golden Knights team. Hey, if they put up three before that empty net, just one of those things where you just got to score four. I mean, if you if you allow only three goals against the reigning Stanley Cup champions, you're doing a lot of things right. And you just got to. Got to score more than they do at that point. But uh, overall, good good performance there. Moving on to the game the next night. 5.30 p.m. puck drop. Uh, we started our pregame show once again a half hour early. That's that's how this, this thing works. Uh, Alexis Downey, uh, Steve Carroll, and myself. 30 minutes prior to puck drop. Uh, so it was 6.30 for a seven start there on Saturday in Vegas. It was a 5 p.m. pregame show for a 5.30 puck drop uh, uh, on Sunday. And it was just an all-out good game. I mean, the plum carpet was so fun. Me and Alexis Downey crushing it out on the uh, the plum carpet there. The turnout was great. You had Frenchie just, you know, just giving people everything they needed and more. You had people in in the crowd doing backflips and, and cartwheels. Everyone was having a good time. Oh, and it was, yeah, the music was, was just flying. Um, yeah, it was just a, a money time. I think the play, I think it really got the players going because it sure seemed just by eye test that the players were absolutely dialed in right from puck drop. Uh, it was just all around. So they came out, whoa, whoa. Um, Three, three first period goals. And I think that only happened once last season. We had Vic up in the booth, our statistician, uh, giving us just up-to-date info. That was one of his comments. Uh, the Ducks had only scored three first period goals once last season. And it just adds to the overall effect, uh, uh, effect that Things are things are rolling. They're 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 being turned around right before our eyes. Uh, Sam Carrick with a great turnaround, uh, top shelf shot, followed up with Frank Vetrano's. It's just a. It was on the the near side wall in the offensive zone. He just kicked out to him and he just released it right away. He didn't even barely looked at the net, just threw it on net. It was one that Ronta would have probably liked back. It was just under the far side, under the arm, but that's what you got to do. If you're a 40 goal scorer in this league, I mean, how many of those are just greasers? And that wasn't even a greaser, but you know, hey, you, you just get it done when you're a goal scorer. Frank, Frank Vachano is a goal scorer and he got it done not only in that game, but that first shot. It was just, I knew right away that he was going to have a big night with that shot because like i'm shooting everything and he had a god he had he was on the near side wall again on an ozone entry and he 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 put a shot right under the the d-man's triangle there and it was one of the hardest shots i've ever seen <clears throat> um pavel mintikoff with 
a dazzler. He was just in his office weak side, just posted up and Lacombe, just a beauty, just a beauty five footer for the, the tap in. <clears throat> it was well played. It spewed from both of them confidence. And uh, Ryan Strom with a great ozone entry. Uh, yeah, it was just all around a lights out pretty first, pretty first National Hockey League goal for Pavel Mintikov. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, this Tara Vinen, uh responded coming out of the second period and he had a great game. He scored twice, brought his season total to four goals and uh, four goals and thus far in the season you're cooking and he was cooking and he was one of the few bright spots for them but Toronto with another one coming back on the power play uh with Tara Vinen uh at that point the score was 4-2 uh Martin Natchez uh had a had a great back in, or a, a backdoor tap in with a great cross feed from from Michael Bunting, who is just a, I mean, he's been a force everywhere he's been. He's, he's frustrating the opposition. So it's just a, it's a big asset for this Carolina team. Bunting, and he, uh, yeah, that was a great, great feed there. Cam Fowler with the empty netter. He slung it, I'd say, probably 180 feet. Pinpoint, pinpoint. Thing was like just a saucer in the air. It was pretty. Pinpoint, not easy to do. Empty net or not. When you sling it from that far, you got to just have confidence boiling through your palms. And that's what Cam Fowler had within that uh, moment. And that's what he always has. He just has uh, ice in his veins. Uh, and it was a clutch shot. Because if you miss those, now you get a D zone face off. And it is just a risky play. Like, I am thinking, okay, just you know, get it in the neutral zone, get it to the far top of the circle, get in that area, you know. So if you have the confidence to say, no, I'm going to seal it from 180 feet, it takes some guts, and when it pays off, it is just a big time play. Uh, but Toronto, when the net is empty again, they they risk it for the biscuit twice, so they uh, they pulled Ronta again. And Vetrano has an empty net. And he's like, you know what? No. I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna accept just sliding this puck along the ice. I am gonna go far side high with it on an empty net. And I thought it was very cocky and it was just well executed. Really, really fun to watch up there in the booth. Uh, with my main man, Steve Carroll, quickly touching on Carolina during that game. Oh, Bunting with the nice feed, Teravinen to tucks Natchez on that backdoor feed with the lone goal of his. Um, look, the back end, you know, they had five of their 6D register points. So they were definitely propelled by their back end. You had Orloff with an assist. You had Burns with an assist. Pesci with an assist. Uh, uh, Shea with a, an assist. And D'Angelo, who, I'll be honest, a couple times there at the Ozone Blue Line, he was looking pretty uh, pretty quick. Pretty quick. Ronta, oh, great guy. Great guy, I know auntie there and and he's just a, a a great human being there's a couple probably that he would just 
think back and okay, I probably would want that one back or or whatever. But uh, let's talk about the the team that won your your hometown Ducks. Zegers had a great he he broke open it in the offensive zone, and he had a quick he he brought it back and it was just a quick shot. I think it was on the backhand. It must have been uh, because it was just quick sight going going back the other way. It was a great play. Big things to come for Z. Good to see Adam Henrique with an assist. Stromer, two points. Big game. Nice to see Troy get an apple there. And Brett Leeson. I mean, he did a lot more than just registering assist. I'm curious if Pat Verbeek knew what he was getting with Brett Lee. So, I mean, you don't, as a GM, you don't just sign a guy not believing in anyone you sign. So that's not what, but I'm just, with how good this guy's looked in preseason, comes out and gets a point in the first game of the regular, I, it's like, is this guy going to be a 40, like a 40 point guy? Like, is he going to get 20 and 20? Um, I don't know, but he has been so good. So good. Every game. Not 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 often do you see a guy every game look so good. And that's Brett Leeson for you. Um uh, McTavish, two apples. Whew, nice. He's he's starting to put the burners on. He's getting the the NOS can ready to just break out Mason McTavish. I'm predicting 40 and 40, well on his way to doing that. Sam Carrick with a great goal. Another is kind of like Brett Leeson, where he's just been fighting and he's been hitting and he's been scoring and is it's almost like as physical and as scrappy as has been, his offensive output has been better. It's crazy. Um, but Toronto, three goals. You just need guys because you look at this roster, it's like, okay, we need all that. We need Zegra scoring. We need Schomer chipping in. You know, he's he's just been dishing throughout preseason and, uh, you know, here throughout the, the first couple of games. We need him scoring. Terry, I mean, we need our top dog scoring. Vitrano's a top dog, and it's just nice to see that uh, that three in the goal goal column there. Cam, one and one. Oof. Drysdale, one appy. This Pavel Mintikov has looked so good. He looked darn good out there with Labushkin. And they just got that Russian chemistry going. Like they just got that. Uh, I don't know what their. I don't know. I don't know what their their Russian pregame uh, meal is. But they need to continue to do it. They need to continue to do it because both of them, Labushkin, that was his best game um, through preseason. Regular and it helps having Mintikoff, but they just they 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 know what each other want. And Lacombe, one of the few guys, I don't think he's had a bad game since the rookie faceoff through preseason till now. Win, lose, draw, it, it pretty. Um, Dostal doing what just the goalies in a nutshell do. Um, Dostal has looked so good. Uh, throughout preseason, big wins in preseason, and he's continuing with a ginormous effort. This Ducks team needed, as any team that wins, you know, or, or attempts to win does, they need a good solid goalie. And uh, Dostal was lights out. He looked lights out on the plum carpet. He had, I don't know if he put what in his hair, but I will ask him what he put in his hair, and I will let you know. Um, 
because I think it's it's going to be your best bet uh, moving forward as far as hair products. He looked great. He looked great on the ice, and that wraps it up. 6-3 final for the good guys. Your Anaheim Ducks taking down a very lights-out Carolina Hurricanes team in those new 30th anniversary unis. Looks great. Um, they played great. And now we're going to uh, take a call here. Steph. Hey, Eats, what's up? Calling in again. Uh, big fan from Salt Lake. Uh, yeah, the first two games. Um, I didn't necessarily catch very much of the Vegas game, but I did catch the third period, and I was able to see McTavish's sixth night. So it was great seeing him doing what a leader should do. I see him as being the future captain of this club, so I'm excited for that. Um, also, we'll just chalk that loss. We'll chalk that up to the Vegas blue, and Vegas is really good anyway. So, you know what? It's only game one. And then uh, tonight's game, I caught the whole thing. I got to say, for one, those six new threads, that eggplant and jade coming back, so beautiful. Uh, and I got to say, it was great to see uh, Pavel Minchukov get his first career goal, and we'll hope to see many from him. And uh, I was also very impressed tonight overall with the defense, um, really activating a lot. I noticed that a lot. That must be something in Cronin's system. The defense were just jumping up all the time, jumping up, jumping up in the play. Um, even on the Machukov goal, it was Lacombe to Machukov. They looked like they were on the forward line, so it was great. Um, also, I was just really impressed overall with the boys tonight with their uh, shot suppression. It seemed like, at least by the eye test, I didn't look at the analytics, but uh, it seemed like they were keeping a lot less high danger or they were stopping more high danger chances and Carolina wasn't necessarily getting the best chances. Um, they got a few through, but overall very happy. Just excited to see duck hockey back. And uh, it's always good to beat Brent Burns, former shark. Love you. Eat. Um, Schroes, you're you're such a beauty. Thanks for calling in. A lot of good stuff there. I like that term shot suppression. And I, I agree that 35 shots against a, a lot of power play shot. At, at one point there was six, and I, I'm not I don't have it. No, I can dig in and, and, and get it. But there was one time where, and I think it's probably midway through the game, that the Carolina Hurricanes had six shots um against on the power play. And at that point, there was there was zero goals, four on the power play. And so a lot of those shots did come on the power play. Um, one thing I, I told you we were going to touch on, we will touch on, is the penalties, just the amount of penalties taken. Hmm. This is going to be an interesting one. I'm just blurting it out there. <clears throat> I'm curious with the man-on-man style if that... And this is just something we'll we'll have to see that penalties occur more. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I, I there's there's this as uh, Schroeder's uh, you know pointed out in that take the the man on man they're they're already up 
which is a point he made like they're already there which is just so fun to watch because it's 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 a proactive approach you're just there you're you're right on top of them very limited separation uh, a key contributor to why a lot of their chances weren't grade a as he once again greatly pointed out uh, a lot of perimeter stuff all around good things all around good things um, from that take I love the shot suppression. Um, I love a shout out to to Cronin because he's 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 just riling up the gang and he's just oh he's, he's teaching them and it shows and it shows quick. It's like okay if they have a down game, down shift, whatever. It's like there's there's not much. Oh my god! Like when is this going to end? It, it's just it's it's pretty. Oh well, that happened. You, you don't see it after, which just shows that there's teaching going on. A lot of good stuff. We played two really good teams and are one and one and we're missing leo and we're missing Kalorn. and that should give you a good feeling uh that we have those kind of outcomes with two big pieces missing because it certainly does for me great take thanks for calling in shro daddy uh your beauty appreciate you thanks for supporting the ducks and supporting this show um moving right into the the final thought uh the uniforms they are the best uniforms in the league right now because and and here's why this is my only argument um i'll have have more things to say but there hasn't really been a league-wide reaction if you notice that throughout social media and throughout whatever popular page everyone talking about it i'm gonna drop a meme here uh, right after the show and it's gonna touch on the the new unis and so everyone's talking about it everyone knows like you're just a complete clown if you go on instagram and you're like oh those things are are trap like what like that's not even possible to say regarding these uniforms um and in fact the people who chirp these should be prosecuted because they're nasty. There's nothing bad you can say. I'm just going to go, you know, throughout the history. 93, so so the the inaugural year, 93 into 95, um you had that white maroon with the you know, the Disney crest uh, once the, the the team was once owned by by Disney, so that that's how you get it's kind of the 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 original um, goalie mask duck um, and lights out, lights out, lights out, purple lights out. What is it? A, a dark teal green? I don't even know. Um, lights out, and so they carried that on from so ninety five. Already mentioned ninety six into. 2003 I'm going to I'm going to go back here in a second um uh, 2000 even into 2006 they're aware now they they introed uh the the Anaheim the the Mighty Ducks going across with the black as we all are familiar which is a hot item uh when you go online that is, I'm looking at it right now. It's like, oh my God. And I saw it on the plum carpet too. It was dandy. It was dandy. So going back, they introduced the alternate 
that the the duck goalie hopping out of the the crease, whatever you want to call it, um, and the 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 number change looks great. The, the 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 font, the style, the number looks just fantastic. So we all know uh, the 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 one they implemented last year, um, and just the the duck popping out uh, in the the goalie uh, equipment lights out jersey. So they introduced that as in kind of alternate third jersey, uh, 95, 96, and then 96, 97 to 2003, um, was that, uh, oh, they introduced the, sorry, excuse me, 97 to 98. They had kind of that high end. It had everything going down just the sleeve as far as the colors. Um, so it was either a white base, uh, or the green base. and they had the, the 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 colors going down the jerseys. Would look sharp. They look uh, very progressive. If you could remember at that time, like when those come out, like the, those were the the new sleek kind of design that looks great. Looking at it right now, looks great. Um, carried that in nine ninety eight ninety nine, even ninety nine two thousand, uh, and then that's as I just mentioned the two thousand three to two thousand six. They they went with that original. Uh, the eggplant uh, with the green, along with the original duck mask, and uh, into those, the Mighty Ducks, the black base uh, with the writing, which is a hot commodity. Uh, if you go online, they are not cheap uh, on the, the resale market. Shout out to OfferUp, which... Can't really be an offer up as far as deals. You get, you know, reused, recycled stuff, merch, retro, dynamite 2006 to 2007. It went with that gold, the black, the orange, uh, the the webbed duck D, the, the, the webbed foot D there, 2007, 2010. Uh, they maintain that same look. Uh, 2010 to, to 2014, they had that, the, the ducks written out with the web D, uh, but then they impl- implemented the just the broad D, the center chest, big D, uh, the webbed foot D there. Carried that on 2014-15 while implementing that in white too. Uh, and then they just kind of carried on with it. 2015 to 17, they had that orange base with the original uh, duck mask. Those look sharp looking at it right now. Into 2017-18 with the white and black. And then, oh, boom. Shot out at a cannon 2018-19. They go with the original duck with the black base. Get into that, the teal green color along with that gray. We all know what what, what I'm talking about there. Um, along with the, the white and black with the D. It's, it looks great. Like it's all coming together. As you go through the years, you're like, oh, it's, it's all meshing together into bam, what we're going to talk about here shortly. And that's this unbelievable new 30th anniversary uh, unis here. But you bounce around with, you know, the orange, black, white from 2019 to 2023. 20, um, here we are. The new wave. The new generation, the next generation, to 2023 on starting with the black, the white, which we'll see on and off throughout the year, but this 30th 
anniversary purple the original colors the 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 purple green teal eggplant plum um it's the talk of the NHL right now. When they stepped out, and I said on the broadcast, and I said on the post-game show, I had probably highlighted on the um, plum carpet when I saw some jerseys. You know, Henry Samueli was wearing it, uh, and whew, they looked so good. It's our backdrop of Eat 'Em Up, the show. Can't go wrong. You can't chirp it, or you should be criminally prosecuted because it's disrespectful. It's just disrespectful. Um, they look so good. They stepped out on the ice on warm-ups at Honda. The place was packed already for warm-ups, which is just so good to see. And the energy of the building, its it was so fitting because the jerseys were lights out. They're the talk of the town. You can't chirp them. Chirps, chirps off. Um, they're that spectacular. And I, I look forward to, to seeing it many more times. It's not going to be an every game thing, but it makes it that much more special when they are donning them. And who knows? Who knows what the, the game plan is moving forward? But whew, these are nice. Don't chirp them or I will either personally come after you or I'll contact the, the local law enforcement because they're that sick. You shouldn't be talking bad about them. Thanks for tuning in once again. I had fun. Some great calls. See you next time. This is an Anaheim Ducks original production on Duck Stream.